What's up, insiders? I hope you're doing well. Uh, on this Tuesday, it is May 30th, 2023 at approximately 4.05 p.m. Central Time in the wonderful city of Houston. And I wanted to come to you quickly and, and provide this quick little video uh, providing some insight on how to use the Chattington Post. And um, not only that, but I'll also cover Secure World Houston at the very end and uh, as well as what's up and coming. Um, with me and you know with the Chattington Post and that kind of stuff. So uh, if you don't know, the Chattington Post, what it's really about is about me sharing not only things that I found I find interesting and valuable with you, the insiders, um, when it comes to cybersecurity or technology or digital innovation, AI news, all kinds of random stuff I'm into, but also to teach you how to um, do what I do and how to learn what I learn and find what I find. Uh, I want to empower you. Uh, basically, if I'm doing my job right, you, you know, you replace me and um, you just kind of learn and do all this stuff on your own. And maybe you support me because you think I'm funny or, um, you know, maybe you remember me. But part of that is uh, this save tabs down here, which is the only thing locked uh, behind a paywall on the Chattington Post, which is my saved tabs. And what this is, is because it's basically like my, you know, it's my secret sauce. <laughs> it's my uh, my favorite, my fa my famous recipe or whatever. Um, and what it is, is it's, it's the tabs that I open every single day. And um, just like in every, every time I open a new browser, these are my startup tabs. Today we're using Windows. Uh, most of the time I use Mac, but I'm too lazy to switch over to the laptop. So I wanted to browse through these tabs with you real quick um, and just kind of show you what they are. I'm going to give them away to you for free. So if you're uh, watching this video and reading this article, you got it for free. Um, I don't know if I'll put the entire list down below. I'll point to the save to this uh, paywall. We'll see how it goes. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to give everything away for free. But um, I mean, I guess I, I guess we'll just see where it goes. So I wanted to go through these real quick and just kind of see if anything jumps out. Um, and then I also will go over uh, Secure World at the end. And uh, yeah, we'll call it from there. And so first up, I have Reddit, which, uh, you know, obviously it's a great place for finding all kinds of random information. I wouldn't consider it all gospel. And this is not really something that I don't really spend a lot of time on Reddit anymore. Uh, it's more of an after hours or, you know, downtime sort of thing for me. Um, it, it replaced Dig for me, D-I-G-G.com. Um, you know, so I've been doing these save tabs, just so you know, for a very long time. Uh, for as long as I can remember, as long as I've had laptop, um, so probably 20 years or so, 20 plus years I've had saved tabs and they're constantly changing. And the way it works is basically if I don't, if it doesn't provide value for me after so many days, uh, it's kind of like that Steve Jobs quote, then it comes off the list. And then if I find myself going to a website more and more often, it goes on the save tabs list. So Reddit is still providing me value uh, in, until something replaces it. Gizmodo, uh, I, I visit Gizmodo all the time. They have some great articles on here. And uh, I'll just, you know, I quickly, this is what I do. This is literally as fast as it goes. I see what's going on, see if anything catches my eye. And uh, then we go from there. Then next I have Tesla Roddy. So I'm a Tesla owner both uh in the way of stock but also very little very little but also in the way of i have a model y and uh, so i always like to pay attention to what's going on with here tesla tire safety comes in a new update um but tesla already prim primarily around tesla tesla news and stuff like that in gadget so self-explanatory this is a technology and um you know a techie blog i i will always quickly scroll through here and see what's going on 
YouTube, self-explanatory. Um, I don't, I usually will save this. I'll drag it down. I'll even drag it down to the end uh, like that because, you know, it's going to take some time. And I actually find myself not watching much YouTube anymore, which is kind of a shame um, because there's so much valuable content on there. But I've just been so all over the place lately. Uh, the Verge, obviously, um, iconic. They do some great reviews of new products and things like that. I really like their writing. Um, I really like their design and layout of the website. Uh, typically I have pie hole up, so, uh, let me refresh there and it'll be gone. So yeah, my ads are kind of plus and minus. I don't know what's going on in my pie hole today. Uh, but obviously, you know, top article right now is top AI researchers and CEOs warn of risk of extinction in 22 word statement, which, you know, I, I don't even engage with these clickbaity articles very much anymore because it's very clear that everyone is now jumping on this, uh, AI hype train just to, uh, illicit engagement and views and all that kind of stuff. And there goes um, a lot of the truth in the matter. So once you dig down into these kind of things, like if I go read this, read this 22 word statement, you know, it's like they pick out the one thing and um, they just sensationalize it. And it's kind of frustrating, but nine to five toys. This is just because I have a gadget fix and uh, I like to see what, you know, deals are going on. I don't really buy much, uh, but I like to shop. I'd like to window shop and, and see what's going on. So every now and then you can see some good deals. Or if I have a, a friend that's looking for something like these AirPods Max, um, you know, my father wanted a pair of these. So, uh, you know, I sent it to him that they have a deal going on or something like that. Electric, which is more broad, uh, it's more broader, broader than uh, than, tex than Tesla Roddy. It's not just exclusive to Tesla. It covers all kinds of electric stuff. And I'm more, um, I like it for e-bikes. So I actually, I have an e-bike too. Um, and I like to come through here every now and then and see what's new on uh, on the e-bikes and how this is all progressing. And uh, it's just got, they got some neat stuff on here from time to time. Uh, inside EVs, similar concept. They uh, cover more than just Tesla. And I like to uh, browse through here and see what's going on. Uh, Bleeping Computer, this is getting into the cybersecurity realm. So Bleeping Computer puts out some great stuff um, on the latest threats and um in in issues and things like that which i like to keep up on as a as a cissp and you know i was full-time cybersecurity. i don't know what i am anymore but i still like to pay attention to it and i like to share this information when i find something um you know critical or i think that needs to be shared i'll i'll, I'll share it with either my linkedin or here on the chattington post uh zdnet i find zdnet a lot uh uh to be relevant a lot these days they have great information uh great articles uh i've been really liking uh, what they've been putting out uh well apple's reality pro signal the beginning of the immersive internet so yeah if you don't know they're talking about next week on june 5th june 5th or 6th wwdc 23 uh allegedly the much rumored about um augmented reality headset is could be coming I'm starting to think maybe not like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. It could get, it could be, it could be a surprising thing. It feels like one of those things that we've been talking about for a long time. And I don't know if Apple is brave enough to do it anymore. Uh, these publicly traded companies really have problems taking risk and really have problems doing new things um, like this. So I don't know. They'd have to really have it right. And you know, they'd have to really have the buy-in and the board and all that kind of stuff, which it seems to be more and more difficult to uh, get anybody to do anything risky in these publicly traded companies, the more and more removed the founders or whoever brought them there get. Uh, speaking of the devil, NVIDIA crushing it. 
they're crushing it. So if you're not paying attention to <laughs> NVIDIA, you should be. Uh, NVIDIA unveils new kind of Ethernet for AI. Uh, so if you didn't see this, it's like lossless transmission. It's being able to reintegrate into old data centers for um, like faster transmission speeds, like up world's first 51 terabyte. That's a terabyte. Uh, or is that terabit? I don't know. Either way, it's a lot. Ethernet switch built for AI networks, and it's, uh, it's supposed to look like retro retrofit somehow. Uh, I browsed, browsed through this a little bit earlier and was digging into it. NVIDIA doing some craziness. They really, um, I mean, it's not it's not news to me. Uh, I've been paying attention and watching them um, slowly get ready to, to dominate the AI world for several years now. And, um, you know, glad I bought NVIDIA. Not a lot. <laughs> but I have bought media. They're doing great. But ZDNet. Uh, Space City Weather, just because I'm here in Houston and Space City Weather does a great job of providing me like a quick headline of like what's going on in summer light weather. Lies, yeah. And um, this is a great, great website for Houston weather. Serve the home. So I have a, a home server here. I have a couple home servers here as well as uh, stuff like that. And I always like to see what's going on. Again, this is more kind of a, a window shoppy thing for me, but I like to see what's coming down the pipe. And uh, I mean, it's crazy just to read about 400 gigabit um, switches. Like, it's nuts. You know, I just got 10 in my house and I feel like I'm in the future. <laughs> and this people are already doing 400. So it's crazy. Uncrate, this is a another dreaming, you know, dream shopping website. I like to see what's going on in here. They have some cool stuff. I never can afford to buy anything here. This is literally like reading the Rob report or, um, you know, it's something that I've always done. I've always looked at bigger things and I don't know. It's nice to dream like you won the lottery a little bit sometimes, you know. And so I like to come on here and browse and, uh, and see what I can't afford, like this $185 million house. Uh, Yeah, my lease is up in August. Depressing. Uh, now to the good. This is a good one. Allinfosecnews.com. This is a, a great aggregation site that I I find a lot of news from, and I find a lot of interesting things from uh, with the way of cybersecurity, in the way of cybersecurity, etc. And uh, so if you're in cybersecurity, you should be paying attention to this one as well as malware.news. A um, bunch of different ways to look through this, as well as keeping up to date of what's going on. Um, you know, you can sort it by today, by the week. They have a lot of great malware analysis. Uh, so if that's your wheelhouse, this is you. U.S. military intelligence also targeted by Chinese hackers behind critical infrastructure compromise. So if you don't know, we're basically at war uh, uh, with China on this kind of stuff. Uh, they haven't been playing nice. And uh, there's an increasing level of aggressiveness towards us, which I wish they'd start playing nice. Futurism. This one's kind of like a scary website. Sometimes <laughs> they uh, they put out some crazy stuff. Uh, maniac conspiracy theories think the space station is actually underwater. All uh, right, I'm down the street from NASA, so I don't know about all that. Uh, but so be forewarned. Uh, like this is a crazy website. They put out some stuff, but then they also do this like best air purifiers. So I think sometimes it's also a little bit of like um, a clickbait, or you know, they're trying to like farm engagement or whatever. Soldiersystems.net. This is um, a website that I've kept up with for a long time, um, and I really like it. It's more based towards military, which um, no, I'm not in the military, nor have I ever been in the military. But um, I like to see in a, you know, I, I, I like to see what they're using technology-wise, and I like to keep up with what's going on. And um, 
you know, it's always been sort of an interest of mine um, on the background. They don't have just gun stuff, but they also do have cybersecurity stuff. And, you know, they kind of have some just interesting information that you learn every now and then. Like, I don't even know what this is. Uh, vehicle squad or person. I mean, it's like you can learn some stuff. The kind of digitalization. Um, advanced battlefield laser detection system to counter the growing weaponized lasers and laser designators. Okay, so if you're getting laser designated, it'll let you know, which is good. Um, now, why is that relevant to me? Well, you know, the government does a lot of funding um, that we can learn and a lot of research into, into different technologies that we can learn from and um, in the oil and gas industry and critical infrastructure and things like that. Um, and so I like to pay attention, you know, and figure out what's going on because it's almost a little foreshadowing, especially when it comes to um, uh, some, you know, regulations and things like that. It's just, a, you know, it's something I'm curious about. Uh, Cybernews.com. This is a relatively new one, but it's been doing um, a great job. Nat, this immediately has my, I just talked about NASA. So NASA nails fastest data transmission in space, a thousand movies in six minutes. Um, so I, I was just talking to a buddy about, about this similar um, problem was how do we do space communication and boom, there it is. So I'll have to save this and send it to him. Uh, off grid web. Uh, it's just like another uh, website for prepper stuff. And you know, I like to see what's gear, what gears going on out here. I'm a gear head as far as like, I like to um, buy different jackets and you know, weird stuff. And I don't know, we're just always looking at, uh, at things like this and uh keeping up with the latest and greatest hackaday has been a great has been a great website they have some really cool stuff on here uh the first thing that catches my eyes right here is diy diy 3d printed rain gauge connects to home assistant i don't know if you can see right here behind me uh on the webcam there it is that's a 3d printer so you know they have some stuff sometimes around here south korea successfully sends i'm trying to go faster i see the times 14 minutes um, so I'll, I'll try to speed this up here. Uh, why news.ycombinator.com slash news, another great source for, um, cybersecurity news and stuff like that. Unify OS. This is my camera system, YouTube that I drug down, drug down here. This is color. Uh, this is the chatting to post color hex. So I, I know it when I'm designing stuff, Houston Chronicle, because I'm in Houston and I think they're a great source of of news and information for the area uh, but they do some they do some pretty good jobs uh pretty good job reporting and that is the end of the save tabs sorry i sped up at the end there but i looked up and saw the time um so yeah so that's the save tabs and that's basically what i do every day so 14 minutes um is i run through those really quick and see if anything catches my eye you saw two different things catch my eye and so that'll be like what I dig into from from here on and, and see about sharing and stuff like that. Uh, new era of podcast mergers is just beginning. I don't know what that means. Purely functional data structures, the physics of information technology. Sorry, I was feeling like I didn't read it in, uh, in depth because I was rushing. JMAP, a much needed open emailed standard. Yeah. Uh -huh. We'll check that out too. And... Um, so yeah, so that is the way that works. Um, the save tabs, I hope you find that valuable, uh, any of them or none of them, or maybe you start keeping your own tabs, you know, as you find websites valuable and stuff like that. Um, and then the way it works is you can just go into your browser, into your, your settings. And then usually in here, you can type in something like startup and you can, um, you can set your tabs to however you want. Um, it's different on every browser. So I'm not really going to get into 
the um, specifics of everybody. Now, moving on, where's the secure world article? Well, uh, I know I promised it, but you know, the more I reflected on it, the more I didn't really want to do it because number one, I left early because I was starving to death and I was hungry and they, I could literally get bounced out of the line. I've been to, I don't even know how many conferences you can, there's a lot of badges hanging back there. See all those badges. This is the only conference I've ever seen a bouncer standing at the beginning of, uh, of a buffet line checking badges. And they had like, you know, free pass people, registered people, sponsored people, exhibitors, whatever. And if you had the free pass, which is what I did because I don't have a budget and to spend $700 on a ticket, I'm literally unemployed. Uh, well, I self-employed, I guess, for the Chagna Post. And um, yeah, they had a, a dude whose job was just to stand there and bounce people out of line. And uh, so a lot of people didn't even watch the keynote speaker, which was disappointing because it was really great. Um, so what I'll do is I'll tell you what I learned while I was there. Uh, and first off, we had the CISO panel uh, at 9 a.m., uh, I wasn't in the VIP only panel, so I didn't really know what was going on there. But we had Didi. Um, I'm sorry, I was trying to. Um, so we had Didi, Michael, Greg, Adnan, Linda, and Mario, um, who had a great keynote. They answered some great questions about. Um, yeah, I have some great notes. All right, here we go. Look at all these notes I took. I took like five pages of notes only to get it like, you know, ruined because I didn't eat lunch. And uh, so what? Yeah. So basically some of the, the feedback we got from the CISO panel. Um, is that number one, companies work in silos. That is the biggest problem um, because you can't no one's talking to each other. Everyone's double working. How do we remove them? You got to meet underground. Uh, you need two CISOs. Uh, or, in, you know, in other words, two CISOs from different companies meet um, or you meet, you know, department leaders meet underground. It's ridiculous. But that's the way it is, is these companies are all super siloed. You know, one, I can speak of a, a, a situation I've seen now two or three times where you have physical security people that don't talk to IT people that don't talk to cybersecurity uh, threat teams because they all are like in, you know, own their own. And it's. And there's gaps and it's dumb. There needs to be openness and communication. And that's kind of what Didi um, brought up was invite teams once a month into her office. She met with HR, legal, procurement, um, OT, IT, and uh, they share agenda of what they've got going on and uh, creates bilateral communication with inside instead of everyone just like owning their own, uh, their own stuff. And I mean, that's a great way to do it. You got to, uh, let's see, what else does it say? Get laws passed. That was a question from a, a answer from uh, Michael Gregg, which was uh, you got to get laws passed to make stuff work. Um, add on different teams come up with different solutions and you got to come together. You adoption, you come up with metrics um, for the solutions, which could be a, a process or a tool. Mario runs a uh, crisis management exercises with executives at least twice a year, um, one early for changes and one late for budget, um, which creates an extended cyber team and a, and non team champions in each uh, silo. And so 
that's a, I, I, Mario is obviously a, 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 a powerful force in cybersecurity um, globally, not just here at Houston, but um, he's he's so smart and I think that's really great. Uh, so that leads organization to uh, controlling uh, skills, not just in technology, not just the tech. Does that make sense? I think it does. And then one of the things he was talking about was encouraging uh, lifelong uh, learning. And as those employees train and get certifications, um, also, I think they mentioned, I think it was Adnan who mentioned that they rotate people through, they rotate cyber talent through different places and different positions within uh, Schlumberger to uh, give them the all aspect, to learn all aspects of the business. He says, rotate them through all pillars, uh, four to six months to learn all aspects of the business, which I think is phenomenal. I think that's incredible. And I think that's the way, because it seems like a lot of times you have people uh, making decisions or making calls on things that they don't even know, have a clue what the real problem is. They've never seen it. They've never even been in the field. They don't have, I mean, I always like to say like, they don't even have their Twit cards or when's the last time you saw a CISO put on a pair of Nomex and go out in a refinery or go actually look at what's going on. And um, the answer is, is most of them have not but yet they're the one making the decisions and uh, that's kind of frustrating. So uh, Didi, another question was about um, creating boundaries and uh, being able to block calendar time to be strategic and tactical with your time because it's like you can get really overwhelmed with um, handling so many problems or so many things and um, Adnan kind of puts in a strict cutoff time of 9 p.m. for his laptop, which I've actually adopted a similar rule um, which is I try not to bring my laptop into the bedroom anymore. And um, I've actually kind of like disconnected from my laptop a lot now. It used to be open 24 seven with me all the time. Um, but now I'm really trying to um, break off of uh, being so hooked onto the, to the screen and then in the internet all the time and really getting out and about <laughs> touching grass, going to the gym uh not really but touching grass <laughs> walking you know spending time with my dog my family um getting out about in the local community and exploring uh new businesses or you know art events or whatever we live in such an amazing place um and so establishing those boundaries and um linda from um axiom medical she said that they actually have a policy for mental health days um, because in cybersecurity land, I think it is, or I don't even think it's just cybersecurity land anymore. I think it's in most roles, you can, you can become too much in that blurred, there's a blurred line, especially with working from home, uh, or remote, remote or hybrid flex work. There's this blurred line of like, what's personal time and what's work time. And it's really hard to ignore these, um, text messages or emails or teams or zooms or outlook as they come through on your phone constantly. Um, one note from myself, not that it matters is Apple has a really great, uh, focus feature on their phone or on their laptops or any of their devices where you can set up personal time, work time, do not disturb sleep time. And, uh, you can customize it to what apps, uh, you want to let through and what people you want to let through. And I really have taken the time to, to do that. Um, because I, I'm a type of person that, you know, if there's a fire or a perceived fire, or a perceived problem, um, I'm going to, I'm going to work on it and try to fix it until it's fixed, um, to my detriment. <laughs> um, but as I've gotten older and as I've, I've learned from these, 
um, successful people like Mario, Linda, Adnan, Michael, and Didi, I've learned that I need to set those boundaries, um, like DG, like Didi said, and um, and really focus on my mental health on when to say no. Um, one other note that Mario said during this panel, which I thought was great, was as employees get certified uh, to be sure that they're that you work with HR and um, they're paid commensurate to that level of certification. Uh, so they don't leave. Uh, he mentioned that, you know, Schlumberger pays for all their employees certifications. Um, I, every certification I've ever gotten, I've paid for out of my own pocket. I've never been reimbursed by anybody, nor have I been offered. But that's because I've been in, traditionally in a sales and marketing role, which, you know, nobody cares about what's between my ears. It's more about like, what can I get done quarter to quarter? But I think it's important to know about what I'm selling and the solutions I'm selling so I can make sure that I'm providing the best service product or solution possible for my for my clients. And which is why I've always taken it upon myself to learn or get certified um, and become a subject almost as I mean, yeah, become a subject matter expert in whatever it is I'm selling, whether that's digital twins, whether it's AI, laser scanning, photogrammetry, cybersecurity, technology, uh, digital innovation, Apple products, etc. I've gone out and become an SME in those fields uh, because I have a problem um, not selling things that I don't like. I have, a, I have a problem selling things I don't believe in or that I don't um, know about, you know. And at the end of the day, it's uh, my name on the line when I'm going out and talking to these companies. And I really like to know wholeheartedly that I am recommending the best solution or the best product to my knowledge or at least be able to point um, my customer or client in the right direction. Um, or at least go find out the answer. And so that was that, um, as far as, um, the CISO panel goes, one thing that I would like to point out is, uh, I don't know why people don't have privacy screens on all their stuff, but, uh, you should, I have a privacy screen on my, uh, phone. I have one on my laptop, really incredible to see so many, uh, cybersecurity personnel and government <laughs> officials just openly like working, you know? Uh, on their laptops and on their uh, on their phones and tablets in a room full of other cybersecurity personnel with no privacy filters and no, uh, I mean, I even saw just like unlocked laptops just like sitting on desk. And um, it hurts my head. It hurts my head. Like if you're not, if you're not taking the most basic precautions of, um, to prevent even like shoulder surfing or, or whatever, then, um, I don't know how to help you. Uh, next thing I went to was I went to this, uh, web application, ABIs building APIs, building a modern approach to vulnerability testing. And, um, I'm gonna be honest, it was a little bit above my, um, technical capabilities. Um, they talked about some stuff I really didn't understand. So I'm not even really going to fill it in. Uh, but, what I really wanted to see and what I really wanted to get to uh, was this becoming a becoming cyber resilient with CISA. This is the lunch keynote where so I was already I was salty. Um, I got kicked out. Well, I got kicked out of the line. Um, I was very excited and I was starving to death. And um, yeah, I got bounced out because I was I mean, yeah, it was free. I mean, it was a free pass. But like, like I said, I've, I've never paid. I've, I've never seen it. Never seen it. I mean, I'm there to be pitched, you know, like I, I'm there to be pitched. That's all day. I'm sitting through presentations of companies that spend 
thousands of dollars to have a booth there to have the opportunity to talk to me. Like you should, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. So I think secure world maybe has, I don't know who's running. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're not going to, we're not going to talk about it, but I won't be attending secure world again uh, or sponsoring it uh, likely ever, you know? Um, so anyway, I got to pay attention. I got to finally uh, listen to Darren McElroy from, he's the chief of cybersecurity for region six uh, for CISA. And uh, he did a great presentation um, about, having um about becoming cyber resilient talked about you know phishing and how like that's still a major problem how uh, not patching is still a major problem geopolitical tensions um are huge right now like i mentioned earlier with china and russia etc uh we're being actively attacked on all fronts um for real um i mean there's like an actual war going on cyber war which is uh pretty nuts. And that's why it's more important than ever for uh, there to be a bi-directional partnership, private and public with organizations like CISA and uh, et cetera, to be sure that um, we're doing everything possible to educate, bring awareness and reinforce um, the supply chains and uh, small, medium businesses. Um, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I did talk to Darren for a second. And you know, what I said was, is, I'm not worried about me or you. Um, we're pretty paranoid, although reflecting back, I don't think they're paranoid enough, maybe. Um, but how do I explain it to, you know, my grandma? And how do I make sure that the the the, the lower down companies in the supply chain have the, the right awareness and the right resources to prevent the infiltration up? Because that's what's the majority of these hacks are coming from. Uh, Darren used um, the target uh, example as the target hack example um as it was it came through a different part of the supply chain a staging target and then into the intended target and um i i think that's very important is uh to bring awareness to uh the resources out there and cisa has a lot of great ones we've talked about them already on the chattington post um and i'll continue to share those as uh, as i come across them free cybersecurity resources and things like that um one thing i'm going to caution you about um, if you've made it this far, you're 30 minutes in. So I'm thinking that you, um, uh, I mean, you're, you're listening and what I'm going to caution you on is there's, everyone is trying to sell you a solution to a problem. Um, CISA, not really, you know, I mean, they're federally funded and, um, they're doing things for free. Now, that being said, it ain't going to come quick from what I've understood. And it's not the best of the best, unfortunately, is what I've come to understand. But you know, it's hard to compete with these other people who are paying so much more money um, for pen tests and audits and assessments and things like that. But I think AI is about to change a lot of it. And uh, there's also a great resource I'm going to I'm going to shout out right now called pentester.com. If you have no uh, budget or low budget, or even if you're just an individual, you should go check out pentester.com. Uh, let me pull this up. It's uh, $50 a month for a small business uh, to do scans of your domain names and things like that. So you can do security tests. It even has some dark webs, dark web, um, password breaches and things like that. Fantastic tool. And you know, it's not $10,000 a seat or whatever it is. It's $50 a month. And I think we're going to see a drastic reduction in, um, in cybersecurity pricing and things like that over the coming years. Uh, the coming year, really. I mean, it's going to be nuts. Um, I think it's going to be really nuts. 
uh, the amount of change that we're going to see. So uh, that's all I got for Secure World because after that I was starving to death and uh, I left. So I, I I only I didn't get to do anything. Else. Oh, that's not true. I went to the it's a South Texas chapter meeting, but uh, that was short and um, short and sweet. It was not at five p.m. twelve forty five p.m. There you go. So uh, what's next? I will be at Cybersecurity and Energy on June 28th at the Norris Centers in Houston, Texas. Same place as Secure World, I think. Uh, but I think I will get lunch this time. I was approved for a press pass. And um, so I'm excited about that. We got Marco, who I've spoken with before. We got Didi, who I just mentioned. Um, so some great people here. Um, great minds to, to learn from. And I, oh, Chris Walski. And I'm also sure, uh, you know, there's something else going on. And so anyway, it'll be it'll be fun to learn. And so, yeah, that's it. That's it. I've got. So that's basically the save tabs. That's what's going on. Um, that was Secure World. And. Podcast. Yeah. So I don't know what to do with the podcast yet. You know, it's it's been tough with me. Uh being in between job stuff or I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, and then my, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I'm, I'm like I said, I want to do it right. And I want to find the time to do it, which is why I'm kind of doing this kind of long form video also, is this is kind of a, a stopgap uh, for the pay. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry for the podcast in between. So I'll actually probably just upload this as audio only as well. So if you're following on Apple podcast, um, thank you. And if you're not following on Apple, Apple podcast, Go follow on Apple Podcast, and um, at some point there'll be something, probably. <laughs> so yeah, that's thirty-three minutes. So thank you so much uh, for your time. Thank you so much uh, to all of you. We're up to twenty-eight subscribers now. Twenty-eight uh, on LinkedIn. I don't know how many we got. It's like two hundred or something. Um, but I need those two hundred to come over to the Chadington Post. Not that anybody's paying me. I've got eight paid subscribers. I've got twenty-eight free subscribers. Um, so at eight subscribers times $5 a month, or, uh, it's actually $4 and 17 cents a month. If you think, if you find $4 and 17th worth of cents, that's a, for as little as a cup of coffee a month, less than a cup of coffee. I mean, for as little as like, I mean, that's a cup of water, not even, I mean, I don't even know what you can get for $4 these days, but you can get a, you can support the Chattington post and, uh, stop me from having to get a real job. Um, I mean, the goal is to get a thousand paid subscribers before the end of the year. I once saw that as reasonable. Now I'm starting to fade in my hopefulness. But nonetheless, we're going to keep putting out content for you as I uh, come up with it in my mind and as I think about it and, you know, stuff like that. We have events coming up. Um, what else? It's kind of about it. Oh, yeah, I'm working on something. Yeah, I can't tell you about it. Assigned in India. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for being here. Thanks for paying attention. And um, like, comments, share, subscribe, um, everything. And um, I hope this helps and empowers you a little bit, or at least you learned something or found it entertaining at the least. So yeah, thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your week. And I'll probably talk to you next week unless something crazy happens. So adios.